you know what, there's a lot of attention here as we begin the week on the energies, commodities in general as well. And, well, David Williams is joining us from Page Trader to help us talk technicals and uh, get his thoughts on some key levels that we should be watching. Let's bring him in this morning to talk crude oil. David, welcome. Good to have you with us. I want to start with some fundamental drivers before you uh, provide some of the levels that you've got your eye on. I think we should as well. It seems like the focus is a little bit more on the demand side uh, rather than the supply side with COVID in Asia, the recession concerns uh, it sparked and ultimately uh, ahead of the OPEC meeting. But what are you cued in on? Yeah, so good morning, Ben. Great to be on the program. Uh, fundamentally, crude oil has temporarily topped out, and the demand side does seem to be in play. Uh, I think some of the concerns that surround crude oil is a global recession, which, of course, mm -hmm. would reduce by some great amount uh, the expected uh, demand for crude oil. Uh, we always have the looming next version of uh the last version of COVID and, uh, and all the uh, possibilities for uh, how that could impact uh, crude oil demand. So there are concerns, you know, when they're getting together to try to make decisions about pricing, there's no doubt in my mind that fundamentally they have to take into account the fact of a looming global recession. And it seems that they are. Here you can see in terms of the 60-minute time frame, the recent move off 123, 124-ish. But I want to just take a look at the daily time frame. We're back below the 50-day moving average, which we haven't really spent a lot of time below pretty much since we could go back to the fall of last year. That run-up we saw to 130, kind of a lower high at this point. But again, quite a bottom still to break through or hold, I should say, for the bulls around this 93, 95 area. Let's talk about some key levels you have your eye on here. Yeah, sure. Uh, last time we were on your program, thank you, Ben, we uh, talked about crude was around 112. And we were saying that in the very early portion of the third quarter, this was around June 27th or something when we were last on your program, that around the early part of the third quarter, which just began, that crude should be trading on at or near 103 to $105. We have seen that. We've been below those prices. But the important thing for us is, is that they have come to those prices. And we believe that if crude basically can stay above uh, $95, let's say, on the quarterly close, this third quarter, we believe that crude will then move back up and reassert the 118 to 119, our original forecast from a while back, that will get played again in the fourth quarter of this year. And all that we need to have that happen, purely technically, leaving the fundamentals off the table, is for the market to uh, be able to close this quarter, the third quarter, above, <clears throat> and even perhaps monthly, above the $95, $96 level. You know, I like the technical uh, approach because for me as a trader, it helps me kind of remove myself from some of the emotions. It was always a lot more difficult when the market went down. If I was long based on the I thinks or it should have's or I it looks like it's going to's or I hope it's going going to's kind of or, uh, you know, my buddy said it would uh, go higher based on this is sort of approach towards trading. And for me, kind of trying to identify trend, participate in it, hope it continues. If it doesn't, just sort of chalk it up to uh, that it being that, essentially, and uh, looking for the next opportunity was uh, always a lot less emotionally taxing on me. 
in terms of the fundamentals here, one consideration to be had this week, obviously the OPEC meeting, and that will give us a little bit more insight, at least in terms of the supply side of things. Oh, no doubt. And listen, the uh, I have seen really excellent fundamentalists operate in the market, and I've been amazed at the way that they can deal with fundamental mm-hmm. information without any technicals and still be pretty good at what they do. But very similar to what you've just described, the technicals are much less ambiguous to me. Mm-hmm. And depending on the depth of technical analysis, depending on how deep you go into it, um, the amount of knowledge you can have based on technicals is really surprising to me. And <clears throat> so we find over long years of doing this that the technicals are easier to believe in, easier to follow. And although that may not make sense to everybody, uh, you know, the, the proof is in the pudding. If your work is good, whether it's fundamental or whether it's technical, you tend to get good results. And I think you and I are in the same camp that we generally like to know the fundamentals, but we're going to probably trade mostly off of the technicals. David, talk to me about uh, another factor to consider and how much of a consideration it is for you in terms of the U.S. dollar and the strength we've been seeing there. For me, I'm sort of more focused on uh, in terms of the possibility or the potential that it could be raised as a concern by CEOs in the coming weeks as far as some of these quarter results and earnings that we're looking into or ahead to. But also, in terms of the strength in the U.S. dollar, it's a headwind for crude, and oftentimes you see that inverse correlation. Yeah, the crude oil market and the dollar market are inextricably linked. Uh, They've always been linked. The dollar rally, although we don't specifically forecast in the dollar, occasionally we do, but Right now, I don't have a direct forecast. I do want to say uh, that we've been surprised at the strength of the dollar Mm -hmm. and the continuing uh, strength of the dollar in the face of the uh, Q, infinity, and all of the spending, the COVID spending, and so on. The dollar's done very well, but I would be very concerned about the move after this rally is over. Mm -hmm. Uh, This rally really, really has Mm -hmm. shown... Uh, It could really change people's minds about it, and it almost seems like a setup, if you will, that could end up uh, with a very powerful reversal when it's over. So although I don't have an immediate forecast for the dollar, uh, I do want to say that it has been a surprise. The strength of the dollar, the continued strength of the dollar, uh, the tone of the market, just about everything you can say, it has been rampantly bullish and uh, that's really all I can say about it right now. I do have a few things if you want to, Ben, I can talk a little bit about. Real quick, I just wanted to follow up on that thought there before you do. Uh, I, I do hope you have a couple other products to bring to, uh, to our attention. But, but, David, in terms of that dollar comment there, you're talking about the uh, kind of just the mindset that the market overdoes it at one point, this trend that's been a little bit long and toothy upside, overextended here. And I, I guess that is a legitimate argument um, and ultimately, you're saying if it were to snap back, we could see strength in crude sounds like you're saying. I think that's a legitimate argument when you consider we're about to hear from the ECB and they're about to go from a negative rate environment to a positive, Christine Lagarde said. And that could bring about some euro strength ultimately, which then you talk about that inverse correlation with the U.S. dollar. Yeah. So it's all kind of intertwined. Yeah, oh, it, there's no doubt it's intertwined. And, and honestly, this is one of the reasons that uh, trading the currency market, you do have to have a a pretty broad grasp on yeah. everything that impacts yeah. those markets. One thing I will say for the dollar is it does seem that the dollar still has somewhat higher to go. Uh, we think the 107.80, just just rough, just 107.80, okay. even into 108.50 is likely going to get occur, has likely going to occur prior 
to the ending of the current dollar advance. This is a chart we were looking at last week, everyone. Uh, those who participated and were uh, following along got a good look at this and the migration of value that we'd seen to the upside. A couple times we were talking about the weakness in some of the other foreign currencies, relationship to the dollar to the upside. In fact, this week, it's good to have you with us to kick the week off, David, because we're going to be talking a lot about uh, commodities this week and some of the existing trends we've seen there. We're starting the week off actually talking about gold, but tomorrow we'll be talking about crude. And basically, we're going to cap it off at the end of the week talking about the influence that the dollars had in these trends and existing trends and commodities. But, David, lastly, uh, any other products that you have your eye on that we think, sure. you, we sh you think we should as well and levels to be watching in terms of? Yeah, thank you, Ben. Great stuff. Uh, we actually believe that when we talk about the S&P 500, that next year in the year of 2023 the s p 500 will have to retest the 3730 level so what this tells us in our forecasting is that any advances that occur between now and the year 2023 will get sold off back to the level of 3730 okay. or lower in 2023 that that's number one Number two, for something that's a little bit closer, like uh, a weekly outlook, uh, one thing I would say is that uh, for the S&P, while we have not been able to get a daily close above $3,910, we believe that if the market can close above $3,910, that there'll be a very quick advance. In other words, if we get a daily close this week, above 3910 not saying we will but if we do then we think the S&P is going to run up to about 3980 and possibly 4000 or somewhat higher during the month of July so we're open to the idea of higher prices in the S&P but we would want the trigger to be a daily close above 3910 i hope that's somewhat useful it's always useful and we'll have you back in a couple of weeks to check back and follow up on a couple of those labels levels david williams appreciate you joining us and starting your week with My us pleasure. here on the td ameritrade network david's investment forecaster page trader